0: Hey guys, welcome back to The Post Show. Uh, This week we talked about Loki Season 1 and uh, the season finale that just aired. Uh, We get into Two Your Eternity, which now I'm finally caught up with Dave. Uh, We also got into Tokyo Revengers, which I also just started watching and kind of catching up with Dave on that. Uh, We discussed Attack on Titan Season 1, currently in the middle of a rewatch with my uh, fiance. Um, and we got into some other assorted anime news, and we actually had a really cool conversation about the kind of anime Blu-ray side of things, and that's kind of a bit of a fascination with us uh, lately, so that's, that was a really cool uh, conversation to have. So, hope you guys enjoy, thank you for listening, and uh, we'll see you next week. Bye. Hey Dave. Oh, hey Grant. How's it going?
1: Pretty good, man. Right before <laughs> we started rolling... I think we both wrapped up Loki Season 1. Yeah. Very, our, um, I think
0: the delay this week on the podcast kind of worked to our favor a little bit.
1: It did, yeah. Um, we're, listeners, you may not even be able to tell the difference, because this is going to come out on time. Word. True. But I got that second COVID vaccine dose, and I was just... I was seeing time and space for like 48 mm. hours. I was just... I was seeing sounds and hearing colors.
0: Oh my god! But so I, I recommend it. it tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah I man. Get my, I get my second one tomorrow. It's so like
1: we'll a free. See. It's like a free trip. Yeah.
0: yeah, maybe I'll be laying on the couch Friday when this comes out, listening to it. Yeah, exactly. Mid, mid symptoms, who knows? But uh, yeah.
1: Um, well, so, but key. as a result, yeah, we you know usually on the post show we haven't seen that current week's episode of Loki yet, just with the recording schedule, but. Uh, like you said, this time it kind of worked to our favor because we got to wrap up the whole season. And obviously, I'll say this right off the top, like spoilers for all of season one. Major right?
0: spoilers. It's all coming out. Yeah.
1: Spoilers in three, two. I think the biggest spoiler, well not even a spoiler, but like a big thing was like the news everywhere broke like first thing this morning that they were renewed for season two. So I was like, yeah. oh, OK, so it's not a mini series or a limited mm-hmm. series. It's a it's like a show now.
0: I do i want to i do want to give a it's not often i want to do this but i do want to give a shout out of the true restraint that social media had today specifically like the like the major websites like the igns the mm-hmm. slash films variety everyone had the constraint not to fucking talk today like they they like all the articles i saw of oh like you know like pretty much every week prior to this like everything that happened in loki and i've noticed it a lot too um with um the bad batch like uh, the star wars mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. show running right now it's just all over social media like oh you won't believe who was in this episode you won't believe what happened in this episode And it's, it's just very front street and it's kind of it's a little annoying for the finale like obviously there's some major major mm-hmm. things have happened which we'll get into in a minute but like just Thanks, Internet. Thanks for not... I just... I genuinely <laughs> appreciate them, like, within the first, like, day to, like, give people a chance to watch it. Right. And not just throw it all out there, because th- they have been bad yeah. <laughs> for the past couple months. Like, it was like this with WandaVision. It was like this with Falcon and the Winter Soldier. It's,
1: um... You didn't get yeah. spoiled this time.
0: Well, no, it, it was kind of... Like, you know, I don't know why they couldn't have just done it for, like, everything else, but, like, the past five previous episodes, it was just, like, you know... Like, I knew about, like, um the other loki's like wednesday like last Wednesday or two wednesdays ago when they introduced the uh, like um oh, right. classic loki yeah. and alligator loki and all that like it was it was revealed like right up front like wednesday morning like you won't believe who's in this episode and it's like well fuck i didn't even have a chance yeah you know like i fucking work for a living i go to work you know in the morning and then hopefully i can watch yeah, it posting
1: like, a breakdown four hours later
0: yeah like it's and but it's like 8 a.m people are yeah. posting on yeah. twitter it's like fuck come on man like but for this, at least, probably because it has such big, you know, MCU implications. Implications. I think they might have had to. So that probably might be yeah. the only. Reason. Maybe I'm giving them too much credit. Maybe they couldn't do that, like, because people would lose their shit. I but,
1: I so. have to say, one of the first things we said about this show before it started airing was that, like, we would wish that Kevin Feige hadn't been like, shut the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> there's going to be major implications because now, you know. It basically defines Phase Four, more or less, or you this know is a, the official yeah. kickoff. Yeah, this is a yeah. you know for the next several movies, we're going to be dealing with the implications of the finale of Kang the Conqueror season conquer. one. <laughs> Kang, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So so let's maybe dive right in. Um, do you want to start with just Episode Six, the finale first?
0: Well, no, I think I think we should because we had talked because I really really wanted to talk to you. I told you last week that I was the plan was to catch up. Mm-hmm. on all of loki and i did a couple nights later after we had talked and you there's something you said has been ringing out in my mind of there's moments where it shows the like corners were cut like it's it's it looks great yeah and also then it you, just can, plainly does you can it. you of, can kind of tell
1: with with this show in particular i think like you know you and i had talked about you know the color palette and the supernaturalness and just like how vivid it is and they kind of promise this show of like time mm-hmm. travel and space travel and you know you can tell where they're spending money but also where they're saving it.
0: Yeah, oh sorry, that yeah, that's that's what you would said. Yeah. Um and it just rung up my mind and I so I had seen the first two episodes at that point so I I, I kind of ripped through 3 4 and 5 in one night. And um you know like it's uh, I agree, but, like, I, I would like to say as a positive, as a whole, I think they spent the money on the show, you know? Like, it looks really good.
1: Yeah. I, uh, Yeah. The, yeah. I, I agree. I, I have in my notes here, like, you know, the, the one thing that seems consistent is, especially after I saw those last two episodes, or maybe it might, might have been the last three, it's like, oh, yeah, like, there it is. You know what I mean? Like, they really, really went for it. Um, yeah. In in a lot of ways, VFX, um, cinematography, uh, particularly uh, visual effects. Uh, yes. Obviously, a lot more uh, in the finale episode, and, and also maybe the penultimate uh, episode five. But yeah, they they spent their money, and you can tell it was like more mostly there.
0: Yeah, I agree. There's a couple moments that like borderline. Like I I, I laughed. I thought just how cheesy it looked. Like the. the the moment on Lamentus when they're dodging rocks from space, yeah, like running to that like kind of yeah, whatever whatever room they went to, whatever building they went to, that was like laughably bad, I found. And yeah. there was a couple instances when they're in, I forget, is it the Nether Zone or where, where's the area they go at the end? Where Abeloth?
1: like the they, C- the Citadel?
0: No, prior to that, like when, oh, with just all the these, Void. The, oh, the Void. Sorry. Yeah. There was a couple moments in the Void where it was just like, ooh, that's a tough hang. But, but, yeah. but like all in all, like, and the fighting effects too in the, I will say the one thing that sticks out is not super great in the show is like the fight choreography.
1: Yeah. I was going to say that was, you know, one of the few things where you could tell like it was either a money or a budget or a time issue, yeah. uh, f- fight choreography's fight scenes in general were not great. Yeah. It's funny though. Like I, you know, there's a brief hand to hand combat scene in this, in the finale And I was like, man, like, if they're not going to do it well, like, why do, like, why bother? Sure. Like, you know, not, it's just so Marvel, right? Like, and I'm not trying to shit on the show. It's just like, you know, at the end of Falcon and Winter Soldier, with the end of WandaVision, like, they just, they have to, right? I'm sure a big part of it is their audience demands this kind of, like, these climactic battles in one way or another. Um, This
0: is, this is the one where if they didn't do it, I think we would have been fine. I understand they probably like with WandaVision, I think they got, they probably got nervous. Yeah. Because Because they were very out there. That was very out there. Like this is still relatively grounded to the, like the ethos that we know, Mm -hmm. you know, one, like I said, WandaVision was out there and they probably got a little shy and and nervous and and just threw it in there. Give us
1: the sky beam, bring people back.
0: Yeah. But I will say there, there was a half decent one. The fight scene on the train, where she falls asleep and he, she wakes up and he's fucking loaded. Yeah. Um. Yeah. There, there there's, there was that was a that was a half decent fight scene, but. Um, yeah, yeah, he gets thrown out
1: the window. I like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was, all if... in
0: all, this is by far the best one. And best and what? Of, of like the MCU shows.
1: Oh really? You feel Loki tops WandaVision for you?
0: I think so because WandaVision came off the tracks by the end of it. I I I will say. Yeah, okay. I didn't love the ending of Loki either. I think this is just the Marvel. I think this is the Disney plus problem now. Yeah. They don't want to like fully stick the landing, but I think my problem is more with the King, the conqueror, yeah. the back and forth. It was, I don't know. Like, oh, I don't God, know I'm so character.
1: glad you said that.
0: I I, I don't know the k ca- Like I'm not a con. I didn't want to
1: like kick the door in with my negativity, but I've got some yeah. shit to say about this guy.
0: Yeah. It was, it was pretty out there. And, you know, fans of, of Mar like, true not true fans, but you know what I mean, like, diehards of the comics and of this character might be able to, you know, have mm-hmm. some better insight into it if he is that quirky and da-da-da, but they're really setting up this whole variant thing, mm-hmm. so this could, they could have just had free reign on how this character acts and behaves, so it's it's, it's kind of hard to say, but I, I, I didn't love it.
1: <laughs> yeah, so I think, oh god, I'm so glad you said that, so... You know, I I took a very brief cursory look online, and people are stoked that Kang the Conqueror is back, or that he's Mm -hmm. not back, but he's here. Um, You know, apparently he's a big deal. He's a big bad in the comics, Mm -hmm. but that's literally all I know. Um, You know, it it seems obvious now that, you know, this multiverse of madness stuff uh, and Doctor Strange is going to be, you know, uh, centered on the consequences of Loki, and I think they had said as well that ant-man quantum mania is going to deal with kang the conqueror directly like yes. they had said that they have announced. Yeah. they
0: have announced that he is the villain in that for sure
1: so you know all of that said i think the i didn't know that and we didn't know that we were going to be meeting kang in the finale what we did know is that we were meeting you know like they they fucking built him up like they built him up like he has these badass names but he who remains <laughs> like yeah it, and when you try to put the show in context it's kind of like meeting god because he controls the timeline and then he resides at the end of time like what else is he you know what i mean like he's yeah. he's much more of a you know celestial type being than like thanos thanos is just like a guy right yeah. so you, you've just really really built him up and i think that that comes with advantages and disadvantages and one of them is that like you kind of have to come in and make a choice you got to be like You got to be specific in your casting and your writing and the dialogue you give the character, and I think you know they made him like this eccentric, kind of jittery, intense guy, which like makes sense because he's got this big role to play.
0: Have you ever seen this guy in anything?
1: No, but uh, I know he's.
0: I know he's. um, Sorry, you 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 go ahead.
1: No, I was just gonna say that that was the last thing I was gonna end on is that I think for me unfortunately and i'm not trying to be a negative nancy it just really comes down to the choices that this actor jonathan mayer's made yeah i don't know you know some of that dialogue was pretty cheesy to begin with but i i gotta feel like if he had just decided to play it straight instead yeah. of not so big and you know jittery and jumping on tables and fucking stuttering over his words and the smiley weird j- fucking joker shit yeah like i've you know if you had played it boring it might have been better you know, if you had the script in front of you, it might have been better. Like I don't know, like I get it. He was he made a choice and he went for it, and do it just want, felt like it missed.
0: Do you know my first take? What or might like my first thought was, our timeline Loki is dead. The this timeline Loki has kind of, um, you know, like he's not. He does not have, like a like a crisis of faith, but he seems to be a changed person, or at least mm-hmm. the it's alluded to. Yeah. Um and so the point i'm trying to get to is like the marvel mcu has had a villain problem for a long time yeah this this is loki 2.0 this character specifically this is what i feel like they were trying to ha- like um like maniacal harness. witty i think they're dark. I think they were trying to harness like avengers one loki uh-huh. something everyone's familiar with and used to that doesn't necessarily mean because like i said there's all they've really set up all this variant stuff The next Kang the Conqueror we see might not be this.
1: Yeah, they definitely bailed themselves out that way, Uh, and I don't mean like they had a pre-built in excuse, but like they kind of like by making this choice, and it's like such a big choice. Like I actually think this, you know, this might you may lose a lot of people depending on how they handle this. It's just like they said in Endgame, like the directors and writers said all throughout all their press, is like you when you decide to open the time travel box. You can't close it. Like, it's it's <laughs> kind of fucking And they're, like, clearly leaning into it. Like, look at all the names of all their movies coming up. Yeah. um And, you know, like, Marvel's pretty great at, like, towing the line, you know, for mainstream movies and not really losing their audiences. So it'll probably be fine. But it's now just chaos. And, yeah, if we meet this character again, maybe next time we see him, it will be played straight. And, like he said, there's, like, an unlimited number of versions of him. Um, So maybe that's part of the allure of the character, and we're going to get to see him do tons of weird shit the whole way through.
0: I will say that was a little messy, the description of the various versions of him. I think once I had it like a couple minutes away from it, because I've been thinking about it. Like, you know, I finished it. I had like half an hour to myself. I was just mulling it over. And I think they could have done a better job explaining that, like specifically Kang is the one gonna be going like I, I don't necessarily think he's gonna be bringing armies with them mm-hmm. or it's like the whole universe versus universe i think he just knows the way to get elsewhere so he's just yeah. always gonna be popping up i feel like they could have may- maybe hit that home a little better but it,
1: it was messy and like they also didn't do a great job explaining why time was branching so radically already even though they hadn't like made their choice yet yeah like it, it was just kind of messy and i you know they kind of they do come back to that at the very end of the episode when Loki go, goes back to the TVA, but Mobius doesn't recognize him. And instead of the timekeeper statue, it's a, Mo, it's a statue of Kang. So like, he's oh, already here. Yeah. He's already, you know, the, the, like, there's already been a radical shift in the timeline. It's all over the place now. Like I liked that. And I was like, oh, like, it's kind of like the inevitability of time. Like it's already happened. It's not yeah. as though you have the opportunity to stop him. It's already happened. I just, mm-hmm. I don't you know that visual cue or that 10 second scene of loki being and mobius not knowing one another or mobius not recognizing loki and the shot of the statue i was like oh okay yeah that did a better job than kang's 10 minute monologue about time yeah i i don't know i that was like the big fucking miss for me
0: for sure and like i was just kind of sitting there like not like cringy but i was like where are we going You know, like, what are we doing it's, here it's like can we can we land the plane please <laughs> you know like it's yeah. your float your i don't know we it was but like i said i i think this is the, the the least worst offender of the finales of the three shows so far that doesn't just not just but it hasn't disgraced the five previous episodes
1: i think that's a fair I, take
0: I, you know like yeah and like i said we've we've talked fucking the winter soldier to death like mm-hmm. that was all over the place wandavision strong and then fucking eh, that kind of ruined every, not ruined everything prior but it's kind of like you almost had it all <laughs> you, know? Yeah, loki, you know yeah loki is consistent across i would say which i think is a in my opinion if we're gonna rank them it, it consistently stay true to itself so the whole time but
1: yeah, yeah. um I'm trying to think of anything else that we didn't, that we haven't covered. You know, I've mentioned previously, I thought Hiddleston's performance throughout was like, you know, it it doesn't always work out this way. (laughs) So like, you know, take the win when you can get it. But Hiddleston throughout had the best performance reliably of any actor on screen. Absolutely. Nobody's stealing the scene from him. Like he was just, I don't know, um,
0: Richard E. Grant, who played uh, uh, classic Loki
1: oh yes he was in yeah, yeah yeah that, that dude anything he's in he's like almost it. like a that's <laughs> almost like a celebrity cameo but no he had a good amount of screen time that was pretty great yeah
0: he was really and i would say that the
1: loki fight down in the like the
0: secret hideaway that was probably my favorite moment or one of my favorite moments of the season it was just balls to the walls fighting that was actually like not so much fight choreography because it was so flashy and it was all over the place it's more like late green lights all over the place but yeah just the... Really uh, good visual effects. Alligator Loki just biting off <laughs> President Loki's oh hand. That was fucking funny, too. Dude,
1: that was so good. Um, yeah. And, you know, I'm glad that it got weird like that, because we were... the You know, the advertisement for the show was more or less like, let's get weird. And, yeah. And, you know, it, it... It wasn't weird. It wasn't super weird, but, like, you know, that scene and that whole arc certainly was, so I was down with that. Um, I, you know... I, I liked Sylvie, but I don't quite know if she needed to be in the show.
0: Yeah, I could see that. I can see where you're coming from.
1: Other than, of course, you know, the setup was obviously pretty important that she be the one to be, you know, hiding in timelines and causing all these issues for the TVA, and it lear- and it. leads Loki onto this journey of self-discovery, literally. Yeah. Um. You know that's all important, but I feel like you really may have been able to accomplish all that uh, just by getting him to go solve a couple of, you know, like buddy cop issues with Mobius or something. That might have actually been better because I thought their chemistry was way better than him and Sylvie's yeah, throughout the show. throughout the show, I agree. If I will say yeah.
0: the episode on the train, I thought that was pretty, like, pretty genuinely good. Agreed. Chemistry, but then it it never got better than that. It never, like, it never. I feel like. We it set up something bigger and grander, and like we don't really get it again until they're about to die, and then we don't see it again until like, you know, they have that emotional moment at the end when she ices uh, Kang. So yeah. it was, it's their bond was very like they set it up and then left it and then returned. It was just it wasn't consistent when it started. Yeah. You know, it's, it, it was kind of like a half measure with her character, and yeah. like she was she was good. Like I I really like her as like I wouldn't mind having her around more in a you know in some other obviously she's going to be in season two that's going to be where she 100 but but um yeah you know like thinking back there's there's a lot of things i really liked about this show it you know it it kind of hit it hit like doctor who and it hit not quite twin peaks but like it it just hit that 90s more not even not even x-files it just had like a good 90s sci-fi feel to it they established a
1: really good vibe there are little things that if a show does well you don't really think about them right like but production design set design like they made the tva feel like a place yeah and that
0: first episode they knocked that out of the park
1: yeah and uh they made it feel normal to hop between timelines places and years and uh environments and alternate realities like they made that feel almost natural because it was really smooth um yep. so yeah big ups to that obviously i've already said visual effects and then some of the performances were particularly great so yeah overall i liked it you yep, know i think like i have a couple significant nitpicks but like they're just that they are nitpicks yeah. I, I think i still put wandavision ahead on the whole but only by a hair it, it's so tricky when a show falls flat on its face for a finale but like
0: but you know what know. that was it wasn't just the finale with wandavision you know, it was. I would say it was the two like leading up to it. It started like the wheel started getting wobbly. Yeah. And and then it, like it like said, it completely fell flat by the end. Like at least, but that's the problem. It could have been longer. I feel like if they shorten it down more, they would have cut out a lot of the mm-hmm. a lot of the stuff that didn't work. But then you know, again, I I'm a, a firm. I think both you and I are both firm believers. They should have just stayed away from the superhero shit.
1: Yeah, it's it's tricky, but you know, like. I kind of gave them this excuse with both, you know, this show and WandaVision and the Falcon show of like, you know, their the demographic that they're big on probably yeah. needs that, but I don't know if that's true anymore. You know what I mean? Like I feel like so many of the people watching are over 18 at this point. Like I And I think they you know? must
0: know that because like it's like you said earlier, like look at the the slot, like all the movie slots coming down the pipe. You know, just by like the subject matter and like the kind of, it's not so much cosmic. It's more kind of time esque. Mm-hmm. You know, like they've set everyone at this point, people are so embedded. Like they they probably don't give a fuck what people think anymore. It's like you're gonna you got to see this next movie because everything you saw before, it's gonna fe- you're gonna feel like you're missing out. It's gonna yeah. be the FOMO. You know, time memorial like going forward. So it's like, I don't know. I, I think this is like a good litmus test for the fans. Mm-hmm. And I think they are getting the responses of like maybe just leave that shit out for this thing or or that thing, you know. So it's I think it's it's only going to get better. I think like they're getting more comfortable with this format. So I don't know. I
1: think got yeah. It's also now. you know their first run at something like this, especially within when I say them, I mean Marvel Studios specifically. So yeah, like you said, uh, you know they're they're still getting used to it. But all in all, I'm happy I watched it. Um, yes. Absolutely. I think it was good for the character, and yeah, worth your time. Yeah. I wanted to briefly talk about something completely unrelated. Oh, actually, just while, while we're on the MCU, um, I don't know if you care about this stuff, or if our listeners do, but the Emmy nominations came out. Oh, yes. Um, WandaVision, 23 Emmy nominations. <sighs> including Best Limited Series, Best Male and Female Actor. Well uh, yeah, well earned. Yeah. Uh, Elizabeth I mean, Olsen or in well particular, it, yeah. um, you know, I the only thing is like, you know, I think she deserves recognition, but like she's gonna go up against that girl. I can't remember her name, but the girl that starred in uh, oh. The Queen's Gambit, and I think that's oh. <laughs> I think that's a lock. Unfortunately, that might
0: be a lock. I don't know. People also was uh, Mayor of Easttown nominated? Was Kate Winslet nominated?
1: Oh God, I don't know. I'm sorry. I should have had it in mm-hmm. front of me. Um, that list. But yeah, they got nominated Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yo, dude, did you hear about the Falcon and Winter Soldier oh, nomination? Oh, nah, I think I know. Tell me, I think I know what you're talking about. Though. Dude, they nominated, It's I think it's like Best Limited Series, so it's like a weird category, I guess. But they nominated Don Cheadle <laughs> for like Best Supporting, or it might have been like Best Guest or something. Oh my god. For his 90 second cameo. In the pilot of Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Travesty. Yeah. Ugh,
0: that's wild. Like,
1: yeah. dude, I don't even know if he has lines. I think he might have four lines. I think he's like in a lineup of army guys.
0: Well, no, he has a moment alone with um with Anthony Mackey. Oh, yes. Yeah, saying, like, what are you doing? Like, you should have, you know, the shield meant something. Are you really going to give it away? And, yeah. da, da, da. and that was enough, man. And that was it, apparently. Fuck, man. It's fucking
1: hilarious, huh? I always I'm see uh, the now. yeah. I always see The Crown too. Have you ever seen The Crown?
0: I watched the first two seasons. They get and, uh,
1: unbelievable I Emmy mean, nomination numbers.
0: Man, people love a period piece, especially anything to do with the royal family. Americans just fucking eat that up. Sorry, North America. I would say North Americans yeah. eat that shit up. Big time. I, have, I don't know. I like it because I like a period piece. I'm not all up up the the royal family's ass or anything like that, but it um. The set design was beautiful. I honestly just watched it because Matt Smith was in it. He played um, the husband there, the one that just passed away.
1: I'm remarkably out of touch with that stuff. I've seen a couple of particularly, like, some of the bigger scenes. People have just, like, shown me. It's like, oh, it's a great scene. I'm like, yeah, like, set design, like, costume stuff. It all looks really... It looks like, uh, you know, they're they're spending money on it. And the performances are are apparently very good.
0: Yeah, like I said, what I watched was, was pretty good, so but um, it's yeah. uh, a whole other world.
1: Yeah. Um, you want to move on from that? Or are you still looking yeah. at the list? No, no, no. I, I,
0: I, I don't think uh, I was going to say if Kate Winslet was nominated, there was a lot of talk about her this season. So she, that could have been a, uh, that could have been a win there.
1: True. Um, the thing I did want to get to is like, we had this very brief conversation offline this week about um, attack on Titan and it's oh. blu-ray uh, release. So, I guess we'll provide some context here. Um, Attack on Titan season four, made by Mappa, has been put out on Blu-ray, and you know, one of the uh, threads throughout that season uh, was you know that people didn't feel like the animation was, you know, at, you know the best it could be. You know, on social media, some people were like ridiculous and really kind of blew it out of proportion. But it does, you know, there, there was like some fair criticism. Some of it didn't feel uh, maybe like 100% done, I guess. So um, that was like a big part of that season. And now that season has been released on Blu-ray. And one of the things I showed Grant that popped up on my feed was that there's some, uh, there's some method uh, that people have of determining how many changes were made from the TV release to the Blu-lay- Blu-ray release. And this might
0: just be people meticulously going through frame by frame.
1: It's frame by frame, and then I looked. At, so I did a bit of research on this because I knew it was this was a particularly interesting one for us. And it there's a couple of programs like there's a couple of Adobe applications that'll allow you to pick up on this stuff uh, easily to detect small changes. Huh. Um, and so not only did I you know determine that like that you know the um, changes for Attack on Titan season four, like the final tally isn't even done yet. But it looks like um, I'm looking here. It it looks like you know anywhere from fifty to seventy five changes per episode. Wow. S- some of them are very significant, and some of them are not. You know, like a lot of them that I've seen are just like, you know, they add, they're adding shading and changing like the proportion of a head or the way a shot is lit, um, or even like a, the way the camera pans in. You know, some of and them. Cer- the, yeah. Certain
0: characters didn't get specific like the, like I think they were kind of fine before like I know I was looking into it uh, some of it too and a lot of the shots that I saw like Jean looks almost unchanged like a couple little yeah. things here but structurally he looks identical but like Mikasa yeah. and Armin <laughs> like overhauls yeah like, big time
1: crazy the like the thunder spears in the early section of the season um you know when they're uh, that in that Liberio fight they changed all of the thunder spears to have blue flames instead of red Um, Little things like that. So anyway, I had no idea that this was a thing. I don't think Grant did either. No. Um, I dug a little bit deeper on it, and it turns out that Wit Studio, the former studio that animated this show, did the exact same thing. Typically, there are 150 to 300 changes per season as it was released to Blu-ray. Shit. Um, One of the bigger ones that I found a fun example was, was One Punch Man. Um... Oh, that second season, yeah. Season 2 of One Punch Man had, on average, 100 changes per episode. Wow. And Season 2, Episode 2 of One Punch Man had 237 changes in its Blu-ray release. Wow. Compared to how it originally was broadcasted. So, anyway, I think that was like a weird inside baseball thing um, that we're both interested in. You know, as we've been watching more and more anime, we've been talking a little bit more about the technical side of it uh, i think just because we both have some interest there um and this was like a whole side of the industry that we didn't even know about so it was fun to learn about
0: call me a cynic <laughs> do you think that's there's a a part of me thinks that that might be slightly intentional to, to like because like i think i feel like blu-ray sales are still very important in the anime industry
1: yes i think so i mean you know yeah. there's a lot to be said uh This might be even more inside baseball, but I love talking about this stuff. You know, there's a lot to be said for collector's edition things and Blu-ray things and specifically Blu-ray, you know, a big video purist, uh, a modern one at least, will tell you that like hard copies are better. I mean, any purist will tell you that about any media form. Yeah. Yeah. But a big reason, and and it's fair, especially in this medium, is like, you know, Blu-ray disc, typically, you know, you're getting like 25 megabits per second on while viewing video you know streaming services you know like they all have variable bit rates you can basically never guarantee anything to what you're to what you're providing to your customers right like you know yeah. when their servers are busy i watched some of the attack on titan season 4 you know, some of that stuff was coming to me at like, you know, 440p. <laughs> like, No, for sure. Yeah, you know, yeah. there's moments. So there's there's a big thing about, you know, one, like you want to own it because maybe you're that kind of person and you, you want to have a physical copy. And I think, yeah, you know, it's going to be better anyway, hopefully. But also, like, I think if they put a little bit of juice behind it and, you know, they say, oh, it comes with exclusives and behind the scenes and bonus features and this and that. But also, like, we push it a little bit far past the goal line. Yeah, I I don't know if that's...
0: It has has awakened something dark inside me, and I don't like it, because, (laughs) like, I now... Like, it's funny, because I've been... I have been eyeing the Mob Psycho 100 Blu-rays for, like, a good year or so now. Oh. And... But they are... Anime Blu-rays are not fucking cheap. I've heard this. Like, the... For... Like, Mob Psycho is 12 episodes each season, and, like, you're looking at, like, brand new 75 bones. For, like, per season. And, uh... I, it was on sale a while back and I completely missed it wasn't paying attention and I slipped and rookie were, mistake. Yeah, so but I'll be I'll be keeping an eye out for that. But, but like it makes you think about it, right? It makes you think so like it kind of
1: Or like it, sorry, kinda, go ahead.
0: Yeah. No, it's just you know like there's these shows that like man, I I would actually love to have if this is the case if it looks that much better and there's that much extra content. Like there's now all I can like you sent me that stuff and I was reading into it. And all I can think of is th- there's some shows like, fuck, I would really, really, really like to have a fucking hard copy of that. Like, you know, just to yeah. see, see how much further it went. Like, I, you know, Mob Psycho being an obvious one. And, you know, like Attack on Titan is a no brainer. Vinland Saga. Like, you know, there's, there's. Yeah, I mean, there there's
1: some shows that just yeah. give you the juice, you know, and like, uh, you, I mean, geez, imagine, you know, watching uh, that Demon Slayer movie on Blu-ray, you know, 4K, like that would be unreal. Yeah. Or not four K, so. but Blu Ray. But yeah, you know, what I mean, that would be uh, that would be pretty great. Uh, something to have, something to something to own. Speaking of Mob Psycho, did I hear about a part three? Got announced. Well,
0: so I don't think I think it was like this week has been the announcements to the announcement. Uh. Um, but I think because it was the five year anniversary of the first season, I think. And so I kind of I jumped into that a little bit just kind of see what the internet talk is, and. Like the manga is complete, um, and there's only like three volumes left to do. So the theory is it's going to be a oh. final movie.
1: Oh, so they ended season two, but with like three chapters left. Yeah. Okay, so that would make a good well,
0: movie. no, 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 no. I think it's more. That's the thing. It's because you know we're not manga readers, so it's the based on the format. Like I think each each season has done about 10 volumes, I
1: think. Oh, uh, okay, sure.
0: So so I think there's like 23 or 24 in total. So there's like three or four left remainder.
1: Interesting. And people
0: are convinced that could be done up until like a final... They could kind of do some fuckery. Uh, whatever they end up doing, I, I hope they do. And they've more or less teased that something's coming down the pipe. So um, love me, love, love Mob Psycho. And I'm, I'm, I'm very much yeah. waiting for this announcement.
1: In my... Uh, in my... Uh, Post-COVID vaccine, like fever dreams. I was like looking for something to binge, and I was like, "Is Mob Psycho the thing?" And like, too trippy. It, it, well, one, too trippy, and two, like you got to keep your eyes open for the subtitles, right? And I was like, "No, nah, I'm yeah. not gonna. I'm not gonna do it dirty and like half watch it." Grant is so hard about this thing. I'm gonna. I want to be. You know, Hey,
0: grant that show you love you know. so much. I half watched it. And, uh, I uh, yeah. Good. <laughs> I, uh,
1: isn't that the worst fucking feeling ever, dude? When yeah. you're like, you tell someone like oh, you have to understand, like, this show, this movie, this album, whatever it is, it means so much to me. It, like, changed the way I look at the medium and I think about art. And then they're, like, then, like the next time you see them... I've had this happen so often. Mm. And then you see them, like, oh, yeah, I checked it out. I was all right. Like, you know, I was cooking, like, while I, while I was on. But, like, yeah, I like the, I like the part with the, the alchemy. Like, that was sick and... Yeah, yeah, man. Uh, that, yeah, that was a decent show. I don't know why it's on so many top ten lists, but yeah. anyway, I thought it was okay. Disrespectful. <laughs> I just want to fucking throw <laughs> shit. <laughs> oh. <sighs> anyway, um, <laughs> we almost got dark. Um, What do you got? What do you got, homie? What have you been watching? Everyone. Spoiler yeah. warning. Spoiler warning.
0: For a current running show.
1: Current running show. Dave. Dave. My boy, Goo Goo. My boy, Gugu. Oh, To Your Eternity. <laughs> yeah, we're caught up. And, oh, are uh, you? Yeah, uh, season 1, episode 12?
0: Uh, 13. Or, we've seen the most recent one. We actually, we, we sat down to watch, the at that point, the two that were left. And in the time that we got to the third one, it was live. Or, like, the next, the newest episode oh, had gone funny. up. And I was like, oh, that's, that's serendipitous. So we watched that. But, Dave, what a show. They, what um, a show. Yeah, I've been wanting to talk to you about this. Uh, Finally. Uh, um, I'm so happy that I'm caught up And I can watch this week to week now Because yeah. the show is something special
1: Yeah, there's, we can uh, talk about it here yeah. every week too um, Yeah,
0: which I plan to Like, there's a week is not going to go by Without talking about this show Um, What? They really know how to fucking just break your heart, eh? Like, they do <laughs> You know, like, I, I honestly thought I honestly thought... And I was a fool for thinking it. I thought we were going to get away with, like... You know, Fushi and Gugu were going to live their adventures out together. They did the bait-and-switch with the time jump. And I was like, ah, oh, we're good. You know, it's... it's You know, going forward, it's going to be them. And then they just fucking... Like, and they just take it away from you. Like... Yeah.
1: Broken. This show has a bit that it does, which is like... It goes down this alleyway, and it convinces you... This is the show. This yeah. is the show you're watching. Mm-hmm. Um, like in the beginning, I'm not crying. Sorry, I just coughed. And now I sound all weird. Um, in the beginning, it's him in March, right? Yeah. And you're like, oh, okay. Like it's going to be this weird like journey of self-discovery with him with this little girl. And they're going to grow together. And even though she's an infant, she's like a mentor. Okay, I can sign up for that. Um, I was in. I was fully yeah, in. Yeah. yeah, and then you know things happen, and it you know the way they happen is always heartbreaking, and you kind of are on the journey with Fushi, and it it appears that he's the only constant, right? Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously, like there's some elements of the show that are always with you, but yeah, they they obviously had me too with the Goo, Goo arc because they they devoted so much more time to it than they did the march arc and they had him go through so many changes and so much more character development because he's growing up Mm -hmm. and he had like a longer period of time to do all that um but yeah they they got me too
0: i have noticed that each arc is significantly it's just a little bit longer than the previous one yeah so the first like you know the first form like you know when he meets or i forget what the, the the boy's name actually was like he's fushi but um,
1: uh, I don't know if we had, if we knew, learned his name, I know oh, that, oh. um, the wolf was named Joan or Joanne or something. Joanne.
0: Yeah. So we had, so we met him. That was like, you know, episode in and out, you know, he's gone. And then we had like felt like two or three episodes with March. Mm-hmm. And then we had like this, or maybe a little bit longer, maybe five episodes of March. And then we had like this, like just a little bit longer. And like, they kind of keep stringing you along just a little bit longer. Cause like, you almost think it's going to keep going. And then it ends the way it does. Dave, I gotta say... Like... I, I'm man enough to admit this. <laughs> I was actually fighting some emotions... When... There's the scene where... It's clearly ending... Uh, Rianne, who grew on me... In a good way. At, fr- yep. At first I was a little worried she was just gonna be like typical... You know, anime crush girl. Yeah, but she, she has to serve a bigger purpose than that. And she yeah. It, I'm, and I'm glad she did. I'm glad they just... You know, I, I think the show has too much respect for all of its characters to kind of just do that
1: respect is the word man
0: yeah so i like you know initially wasn't unsure then she you know not that she grew on me it's just like oh i i, I understand now like again the respect i understand I, I got the bigger picture mm-hmm. but the moment where you know he's he turns into goo goo i gotta go do this i gotta do that he gives her back the ring and then it's i think that's how it ends of like her she's laying down In the, like, the... In the bellflower... Ooh, clean ending for her. And, you know, the dad comes down, and she does the whole thing, and just, like, the moment that she reveals to us, the audience, that she was aware that that wasn't good, that, like, she knew that was Fushi, I was, legitimately, like, I got teary-eyed. I was like, that's fucking... It was so powerful, and an anime has not done that to me before. Like, that is the power of the show. I was like, fuck,
1: man. Like... Yeah, man, the... Because they... From... Uh, you know, from that line, I was telling you about this last time. Um, you know, this show has so many moments where they just have really good framing, really good shots, and every now and then they just hit you with a fucking zinger, right? Like a, not a zinger, not a funny line, like a deep line, like you're just talking about. Yeah. And, yeah, she reveals to the audience that, you know, he's gone though, and she goes, I'm sure she's with, or I'm sure he's with him. Yeah. Right? Because Fushi's gone, I and he's chills. walking away. I
0: got chills, you saying that, man.
1: <laughs> and, there's this shot, as she says it, it changes to Fushi walking alone in a forest looking up at the mm-hmm. moon. And this is one of the um, this is one of the shots that I took the time to go and screenshot. Mm. I told you I'm like making like this album of all these different, like, really hard hitting, sick fucking lines that the show has done. Yeah. And because it might be one of the deeper animes I've ever seen, you know, like and more I don't want to say adult, because it's so cool how not you know th- this is a really deep you know kind of artsy anime but i don't think you need to be a deep artsy viewer to like get fun out of it right um it doesn't feel juvenile. to west world
0: con- this is like our west world conversation like west world was so wrapped up in its own fucking shit mm-hmm. it was like are you smart enough to figure this out like yeah. that's not that's not what this is this is it's grounded but it, it treats everyone on the same page and yeah. it's very forward and you know like it's good man um yeah i i'm so glad i caught up and i'm very yeah. like this week-to-week thing i'm very excited i did not expect a tournament arc i'll tell you that for free <laughs> yeah
1: me neither um, No, I but but, but, the sh-
0: but the show is i'm actually like as we kept watching i was just kind of more surprised and surprised how much of a sane it, or like shown or sane it is like in the beginning they definitely set up some some battles and, you know, and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But, like, as we progressed, I was like, oh, shit. Like, this is a shonen like, in disguise of, a like, a serious drama.
1: You know, that's funny you say that because I, when I think of my other favorite shows, right, I think of Full Metal Alchemist. This and is I think what I think of, of when I watch it, yeah. Well, I think it's a, a little bit different. Like, they're the same, but they're different. When I think of Full Metal Alchemist, I think of, like, it's a shonen, but it's secretly hiding, like, a drama in there and this, you know, this ensemble cast and, like, this big... Sure. Huge world-building show, and like you're kind of just in it when you start for the Elric brothers, but like mm-hmm. very quickly the show is just like not nah, homie. It's not just about two kids. Like it's a it's a lot bigger than this. Mm-hmm. Um, with this show, I feel like it was more like almost heavy-handed in the beginning in a way that I loved. That was like yo, it's like this is yo, this is deep. This is gonna make you sad. The pilot is one of the best pilots and advertisements for a show Absolutely. I've ever seen. Right. Mm-hmm. So, like, they don't really... Like, it, it It feels like it turned into a shonen later for me. Like you just said, right? It's sort of disguised. Um, yeah. Man, I, I fucking love this show. It One did of, very gradually. Very gradually, it wasn't, yeah.
0: you know... Like, you know, the, the... They had a little bit when March was being sacrificed for, like, the trip up the mountain. There was mm-hmm. hints of it there. And then, like, I think it really kicked off... I think the the revealing of the cards was when Fushi first reveals that he can turn into the bear and yeah. he starts terrorizing the city. I was like, Oh, this is the show we're watching. Yeah. It was kind of like, it's like, okay, I didn't know we were going there. I think this is here to stay. And it, and it did and yeah. I'm not, by no means am I disappointed. Um, cause that's kind of our, you know, our comfort zone, but it was just, it's, it's kind of nice to see that the, this new thing. Cause I, when I first watched this episode and even the second one, I did not think we would be, where we are now genuinely did not know yeah. where we'd be Are so it's 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 really fun really really good stuff
1: like, yeah and if you're into like the very basic like shonen tropes of like you know increasing your power level and mechanics over time it has that too i think that's like a big part of what this tur- tournament arc is going to be about which yeah. is like you know he's learning to control his abilities more and more that's fun a lot of shows really crave that right they want not necessarily character growth but they want like power growth yeah um That's not really what this show is about, but it has enough of it that it sort of, like, keeps you, you know, interested. It kind of strings you along in that way in a really, like, effective way. Um, I really like Fushi's scenes with the man in black. I don't know. I think we finally learned his name, but I forget it.
0: Yeah. It was – I was looking up – I was on IMDb looking up voice actors, and uh, I was looking at the guy that does, like – Narration? Narration, and his name came up, and I was like, oh, that's interesting um i don't know if it's a spoiler or not so i won't, I won't say anything but uh no you it's...
1: told me it's the same guy like last week
0: no no no, but like it has the character name for
1: uh, i think he gave him his name but anyway it's, it's all good so i
0: i think do you, so i guess we'll get into theory a little bit of theory craft here like i think he's sh- like sentience of the planet
1: you think that's of what some he... sort yeah i
0: think that's like along those lines
1: yeah I don't, I have a feel. so I, I don't know, uh, I didn't think of it that way. What I did think was that I think he's completely in control of the knockers, and that this is his experiment uh, on Fushi. Oh. Just to explore consciousness and to test Fushi, and just to see how it goes. Maybe not for fun, but maybe because he just wanted to, create something uh I, you know maybe he has good intentions but my my theory at the beginning or not the beginning but as of late as things go get harder and harder for fushi is that this guy is sort of you know kind of this he's obviously in a way immortal and maybe potentially in the way that fushi is but he's not in a rush right like he he lets fushi do whatever the fuck he wants for four years but i think it's ultimately an experiment that's my no, but if that's theory. the
0: case, but he kind of alluded to that he was getting impatient with Fushi. True. So that might have some, you know, your theory might have some water to that. Like he, maybe he kind of incited that to, you know, get the ball rolling. You know.
1: Yeah, and he can always detect where the knockers are, which is a yeah. we we learned that recently. So that's interesting as well. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm glad you're you're on it. I thought the episode with Gugu's death was incredible. Yeah. I it, it, you know. I'm glad that they didn't shy away from the kiss, uh, with, you know, I'm, you know, yeah. we talk a lot on this show and on our, our other shows about how fucking just mishandled romances so often in anime, mm-hmm. and that's because of a lot of things, you know, to be fair, like the medium itself, the tropes, um, sometimes mm-hmm. the base that they're, uh, that they're appealing to, um, but like there was just none of that bullshit, you know no. what I mean? This was just like a wholesome love story, it ended in a kiss, and also death, cool i'm good with that it hit the moment, properly
0: the moment where fushi's like whose pain is this um this is my like, pain yeah i was like <laughs> no dude then it cuts to like him like holding up the rocks and i was like you know i was like i think she wanted to see his face or whatever and you know yeah. like, she lifts it i was like he shows his face he's dead yeah i was like don't do it dude and, I'm, like, and ah, then
1: Goo Goo, like what a good stuff ah amazing arc and amazing amazing and and so fucking weird right like a boy who wears a like so weird um and what a great like way to cap it off by having him turn into gugu immediately like full of grief and confusion and like rage um because he's he's beginning to be able to process those emotions right because he's becoming more and more human whether he realizes it or not
0: I really liked the family dynamic. Like the, the booze man, like he was he was his yeah. own thing there. But the, is it Pioran? Uh, yep. Pioran, the, the older woman. Mm-hmm. She's a really good character. She's a good, like, just the fact that she would not let him walk this road alone. Like, mm-hmm. just shows, like, that's her character. You know, like in the beginning, she wasn't selfish, but, like, she just wanted to get out of that prison, right? Mm-hmm. You know, because I think she, yeah, because she was the woman who was, like, the fake soothsayer for March, right?
1: She was the woman, the fake, uh, like yes, 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 yes. Like they was, allude yes.
0: that she, they just picked her up. They told her to do this or you die kind of thing. Yep. And nice lady. Yeah. Nice lady. And like, you could tell like she had like her, it was, you know, trying to save her own ass. But as like, she grows too with the character and just like the family dynamics and like the comedy is fucking, and the comedy reminds me of, you had mentioned it earlier, but full metal. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of similarities between the two shows. Also the OP Dave, mother of God. Out of the park, T- tremendous. One um, of the
1: few OPs I watch every time might be the current, only also the most currently on show. Yes, um, out out of control
0: yeah. spoiler. I I have pieced a lot of things together, um, just agree. by watching that. Like because that's the thing too. Like as you see something comes like in an episode, that kind of you know not necessarily plot, but it's more like the rules of the universe are a little revealed a little mm-hmm. more. Mm-hmm. You're like, and then the next time like you watch that because you know we were. Binging it to catch up, Um, not binging. We did take our time with the show because I knew we had to. Because I really wanted to process all of it. But like a moment like that would happen, and then the next time you see the OP, you're like, ah, yes, I know what this means, and I know what that means, (laughs) and you know, it's kind of all like the biggest one was the aging. He stayed in the form for four years, so he aged. Mm -hmm. That was that was a pretty big giveaway for some other stuff in the OP, which
1: you know, it's funny. I've done a good job of not looking, like, because I think I noticed early on and i haven't seen a ton of it um but yeah yeah ops are not great uh, with that kind of shit like no the attack on titan ops Jujutsu jitsu kaizen apparently manga readers are like yo they spoil not just or not spoil but they they talk about this arc a ton but also several arcs after it they like get into in the season one op of Jujutsu kaizen really it's people the first want. one
0: or the second one oh uh, first,
1: first one first one first one first one
0: God, but so the other thing too. One last thing on the OP. So when I was growing up, did you did you ever play the Kingdom Hearts games?
1: No. But so, uh, I know people who did. Is that is that the same?
0: No. wait, whatever it is. But like I, I played the first one, and then that was it. Um, but there was a song recorded by I think her name, the artist's name is Hikari. Mm-hmm. and probably one of my earliest like youth memories of I heard a song, and I was kind of like the voice transfixed me and for years and years and years this is pre-internet grant like you know we didn't have internet for a long time in my house Mm -hmm. and i had heard it it used to be it was a play the playstation 2 commercial for kingdom hearts and it played this song over the over the over the commercial in the background uh, like coming to playstation and then like the songs playing in the background and then it's it's in the game as well and for years and years and years i was like oh my god like I need I couldn't I it was one of those things that like I had had the internet for a few years but it had been so in the back of my mind I never thought to go look it up and figure out Mm -hmm. who it was and I had found her and I was like I wanted to like jump right into her discography but I was like no I think I should just like keep it I should just like keep it to myself Mm -hmm. like that one song that special thing sure she she is the voice in the OP for this really and i was like i heard it right away i was like oh my god like i'm having the i was it was it was a very strange feeling of nostalgia for a show i had never watched yet it was that's like my first so time seeing funny. it and i was like oh my god of course like this it's just an association thing and really really cool and that's super neat i'll i'll send you the song from from the kingdom hearts games um but uh it's
1: neat that and, you recognize it that quick
0: yeah i picked it and I, I i heard it and then i went and looked it up and i was like holy fuck like Awesome! <laughs> like we really love to see it. So,
1: that's fucking killer, man.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, yeah, yeah. I'm glad you're caught up. Yeah, I'm. I'm so glad I'm here. I, I shouldn't have taken this long, but we ah, are here, so
0: that's what matters.
1: Um, we mentioned a couple things. We mentioned Full Metal Alchemist, mm. and there's like some random anime news I think we should maybe mention. And Full Metal, <laughs> Full Metal Alchemist, I will start us off with. Um, they're doing a Mobile game. I think they've been teasing, um, they've been teasing like some news upcoming for Full Metal for a little while, and it's a mobile game. That sucks. Yeah. <laughs> How to? What do you think is the fastest way to destroy a franchise?
0: No, dude. It's a mobile no, game. It's the it's the opposite, actually. What is it? it, it no, in the anime industry, like the an anime adjacent, a mobile game is like a sure way to revitalize a franchise. Or Ugh. An, it's it sounds sick and gross, but like they sell man, like the mo- and like
1: you know. No, you're but, probably right. You're, you're you more understand in, in tune with the stuff.
0: But like, I think I'm not gonna say the normies like us, but like there, you <laughs> know, there's some, there's some, there's some pure there's some full time otaku's out there, some pure bloods that would probably eat this shit up. Really, like they eh? want, they, I think so. And if it's good, like you know, people play mobile games. Like, some, are there good mobile games? I think so. Like, I know
1: um. I mean, I don't even play regular games. Like for the no, listener, no,
0: I'm not. I'm not much of a mobile game player. But like, I know there's uh, a lot of like, you know, it's, it's, there's a lot of gotcha games like the Genshin Impacts, which sure. is kind of more of a AAA side of things. It's it's a bigger scope, but like that Arknights Knights game a pretty big deal. Um, uh, I don't even know what that is. AFK Arena, like it's it's they're, they're waifu games, Dave. But like, sure. you know, it's there's that, and then uh, like the Nintendo's big in them too with the Fire Emblem fire emblem games and all that so it's i don't like there's my hero game like every anime every mainstream anime has a mobile game now i don't think it hurts to kind of remind people about full metal a little bit and if someone hasn't watched it you know it's it it could be worse i think it could be another live 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 action action movie i mean which i think is the true naysayer of the industry but like
1: good good point i mean you know, it's, it, you know, fair point, because if you're sitting on all this IP for something that is so beloved, and, you know, what, what is a good way to continue to get blood out of that stone, but you don't want to also bastardize, like, the main story, like, you know, a bad, you know, she could have said, like, oh, I'm writing, like, a new epilogue, or I'm writing, like, five bonus issues, or I'm just going to start the anime again. Like, you know, that could have went any number of directions, or, you know, we've greenlit a movie or a live action adaptation or something. Okay, fair enough. Do the mobile game, enjoy. I will not play it, but I don't play games. No, so. I I
0: don't think it is for us. But
1: exactly, it's, it's not for us. Yeah. Um. Other anime news. They're doing a there's a Blade Runner anime going to Adult Swim.
0: Hmm. I Black I, Lotus. I I remember hearing about this just before 2049 came out. I think they they had put out a. Sh- um, like a 15 or 20 minute um animation. Mm. And it was called Blackout, I think.
1: Mm.
0: Blade Runner Blackout. Or it t- took place 4 years before the movie, so it's like 20 it's like 2044, or 2045 or something like that. They did and a whole
1: bunch of shorts like that. Dennis Villeneuve yeah. like had other directors do them.
0: And they were good. I watched I think the one that was called Blackout I watched and I I really liked that. And I thought that was very cool anime aesthetic.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um so you know like i'm i'm more for like mainstream like cyberpunk goes hand in hand with with anime so i think Mm -hmm. it's a bit of a no-brainer but i'm more i'm down for all this stuff like this goes back to the star wars vision stuff like there should be bigger ips experimenting with these other forms of animation to draw in more audiences or get you know audiences that wouldn't necessarily be you know into something like this this is like the perfect bridge for them to get that way you know i think it's ingenious and i think more ip should be
1: doing it i i couldn't agree more you know because i think if you wanted to be a you know prick about it you could be like oh like it's hollywood ip they're trying to like bastardize our art form and like you know we were here before it was cool i guarantee somebody feels that way i guarantee a lot of people feel that way (laughs) but the other side of it is like dude like you get to watch some of your favorite content in one of your favorite you know mediums that you've uh, that you've ever seen, mm-hmm. so you know that's a everybody wins. Like dude, those Kill Bill animes, fucking oh. killer. Did you um, did you ever watch the Animatrix? No. Oh. Okay. What is that? Uh, so
0: this came. Out... Is it a Matrix anime? Well, it was so it was a anthology collection. Of I, I can't remember how many I was definitely way too young when I watched it I was also way too young to watch The Matrix I think but fair enough um, I think it came out after the second movie I'm actually not sure when it came out but it was just like a like a series of anime short films leading up to the moments where like the machines like fucking turned on and like started taking over the show. And and it was just kind of showed like humans de-evolution of just you know beating up androids and it was it was very 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 cool. I remember at the time watching it. I was like, "There's nothing has ever been done like this." And then years later, I discovered Ghost in the Shell and made all that <laughs> stuff. It was like this has been done. You know, Matrix is borderline. I think a rip off a lot of the sure. concepts that it, it it started. But I'll check that um, out though.
1: That's interesting.
0: It's good. Like, it came yeah. It was early two thousands, but it was it was really there. I, there's there's one scene to this day that always sticks out in my mind in that movie of there's um it's clearly like an android has like human skin on the street and somehow the people on the street found or find out that it's an android Mm -hmm. and like they all just like turn into like savages and they start tearing this woman apart jesus and it just goes to show, like humans, of like they're always like aggressive and violent. Like I, and the messaging, you know, is, is evident. But like it was just one of the most visceral things I had seen, probably in my life. At Maybe that point. too,
1: too, a little bit too young for it.
0: Oh, for sure. Like, like what? Matrix came out in two thousand, and if this came out, I was like yeah. within the range of 10, 10 to like thirteen years old, and this was like a hard R animation. <laughs> <laughs> i had no idea yeah it was but it was pretty cool like i it would be interesting to go back and rewatch that actually
1: i didn't, I didn't even know that yeah. existed so maybe yeah. i will
0: but this is yeah sorry so this is a total diversion of uh black lotus but i'm i'm for sure up for that yeah that's a great world
1: yeah i you know i know enough about blade runner to like talk about those two movies but that's about it so yeah i'm curious to see what they do yeah what do you got
0: I am five episodes into Tokyo Revengers. Oh, there you yeah. go, homie. Also, talking about you've been you've uh, been catching up thing. on all the things. Yeah, man. Well, it's holidays, so I had. Uh, yeah. Actually, I, I I was pretty bold. I said I was going to be completely caught up on Tokyo Revengers, nah. but uh, I that's, um,
1: that's a yeah.
0: The past couple days, I've been watching it a couple of, or a couple a day, and um. So, what do you think? I like it. It's really good. It's it's not. If I'm being honest now, like, I was hesitant to watch it because I didn't like the, like, street punk aesthetic it was putting on. Like, yeah. Like, the head, the head ta- like, the early 2000s head tattoos. Yeah. And, like, the, the mohawks. Like, that's not, that's not, that's not my thing, man. But, uh, and, you know, it just, there's just something about it. I don't know what it was, but, you know, you were singing its praises and you said you were liking it. And I am honestly surprised how much I'm enjoying it. It's not what I thought it would be at all. It reminds me weirdly of ReZero
1: Interesting.
0: In the writing and, like, just, um, like where it's kind of serious, but then, like, it fits in these, like, super anime moments of, like, wiggly arms and, like, you know, like, whited out, fa- like, yeah, contorted faces and, and that, um, speaking of like banger OPs that is a that is a not a skip like that's we we, we watched that one out that one fucking grooves hard
1: that one is it does have really good OP I forgot about that
0: um so but yeah like I'm, I'm, five, I'm five episodes in so the last thing I saw was the track and backstory episode um yes or no sorry I'm in the middle of that so okay. I, I'm halfway through six actually um but uh I really like the rules of the world. The setup is very good. There's Okay, there's something about their faces, right? The animation style. I I, I can't put my finger on it, but it reminds me of something. And it's it's not that it's distracting. It was the first episode. It was very distracting. The main character's name... Um,
1: Takemichi. Yeah,
0: Takemichi. <laughs> there's something about his face. The animation is very, like... Like is this made? Like is this like a Japanese studio, or is this is this like uh, somewhere else?
1: I don't know. That's a good question.
0: Because there's something about their faces that's just not that it's not traditional. It's just I don't know. It's the ears too. I find the ears really stick out on the characters. Not like not that I hate it or anything. It's just it just reminds me of something. I can't I can't put my finger on it. Um, but I really like the show. Um, I I was the last thing I would have saw was the is it Akuman? jumped off the building oh killed so yeah suicide yeah that was a dark um,
1: dark moment
0: it was very dark and but like i think this is a um so the, th- the other thing i really like is i'm glad this is not like Jujutsu kaisen where like where they're doing like super tricked out fighting moves like maybe maybe that's coming i don't know you're you're more ahead than me but no, like it's the pretty
1: based scenes, right
0: but yeah like the, the fight scenes i've seen is kind of within the limits of like street punks pounding the shit out of each other mm-hmm. um And it was funny too, like the whole time I was watching, I was like, well, what's going on when he's in in the current time? Like what's his, because time is still going 12 years prior. Mm -hmm. And I was like, what, like, what is he doing? Mm -hmm. And then like he, he goes back and he wakes up and that, I think they introduced that new character. Like he's like hooking up with this girl. Yeah. and i was like oh yeah he's just being his original self like yeah. the adult version has to guide him to make the good choices and i was like that's kind of interesting yeah because but, if
1: he leaves himself too long like he might fuck it up <laughs>
0: yeah he'll be himself again which, uh, yeah. in which case in point so i thought kind of funny eh yeah there's a couple of really cool moments and also some like really good not quite like to your eternity but like there's like the fireworks moment you know just like the the line readings the is it uh is it Hani the girl the girlfriend
1: hina hina um yeah.
0: she's a great character very well written she's mm-hmm. had some really good moment when she slaps the shit out of mikey yeah that was <laughs> like good. the just the sound cue i was like whoa that was fucking loud but um no i i really i'm really liking the show it's this is another one too i'm like oh i'm excited i'm gonna be caught up with this and watch this week to week like what a packed season
1: really good season it's it's just such a weird show it's so unlike anything that i would watch you know you know we talked earlier about Two your eternity and how it's so different but like if you pitched the show to me i would i would immediately be like oh yeah i'm in like i want to watch that this show i don't know if you would pitch it to me and be like yeah i don't think i care about like a juvenile biker gang kid time traveling back to his you know what I mean like I just don't know if I that's up my alley but I think it's just a big part of it is being caught up week to week on the season and a big part of it is just giving something new a chance because this is so outside of my wheelhouse yeah um and yeah like I said to you you know I think the pacing is good in this show um I like you know you had this moment recently with uh Akamon jumping off the roof that was like a dramatic moment you know what I mean this I didn't
0: yeah I didn't expect that at all
1: and I think that the pacing makes it worth it right like every now and like they this show hits you when they want to Mm. you know what I mean and it it feels like they're they're just going to take the time and explore you know everything about youth but also with stakes and like you know this kind of familiar idea of revisiting your youth with an adult brain uh-huh. Um, I think there's always good stories you can tell in that arena. Um, yeah, I, I think it's a, it's fun cause it's so different.
0: It's surprisingly mature. It is. Um, like content wise, like they're not like it, there's the scene. Cause like, you know, the, the, like I'm, it's, the show's still new to me. So like, I'm is it Tomata gang? Yeah. Oh, um, Toman. Toman. Yeah. Like they had that meeting and it's like Mikey and Draken and they're saying like, you know our buddy one of our members his girlfriend it was uh, like the word rape was used and that kind of yeah. it like my i felt like my ears were fucking ringing I'm like whoa like when do you hear like a real like a real strong intense word in a show like this
1: yeah you and know it caught, me, it caught yeah. me by
0: surprise and i was like oh shit like this show is like it's not trying to be immature like it is i think it, this is a mature show like you know it, it
1: is it just doesn't hit that way until they decide it needs to it's very weird in that in that Do you respect think it's up
0: and down like so that's the thing like you're ahead of me and like you know this is me being a, a little impatient but like does the show like i'm not a, i'm not you know again it's it's going it's coinciding with two-year tyranny which isn't fair but like does the show is it just ramp up or is like it naturally get better or is it kind of like a constant through? Like, because I can see a show like this. Like, I, I feel like this could get muddled along the way. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, do you get that vibe?
1: Yeah, I feel like it has ups and downs. I feel like it's, uh, it's a little inconsistent, um, perhaps. Sure. It's not like a you know has like a very. I don't know if it's like they're not shooting aces all the time like To Your Eternity is. You know what I mean? Mm. Um. But I don't think I have a good, to be honest with you, I don't know if I have a really great read on it yet, because the pacing is kind of slow. But I'm not super upset about that. Mm. Um, You know, it feels like they wait to show their hand and make something dramatic happen. And then every time so far that something dramatic has happened, I've been like, okay, like, this was worth the wait to get to this moment. You now have more good faith until we're at the next moment. Does that make sense?
0: Okay, yeah. That's when you say it that way. It's a little disheartening. <laughs> cuz you want to hear a show that you're excited about. So like you want to you want to know that like it keeps improving on itself. I'm not saying like it has to be all hype along the way, but you want to see a show have like, you know, you want to see it grow.
1: Yeah, like it does. You know? It's just uh, it's just so different. Like I don't cuz I don't want to lie and be like, yeah, like you know, it's all hype all the time, but like mm-hmm. you know, put it this way, like I I don't miss an episode. You know what I mean? Like yeah, I well, there you, go. you know, I never miss an episode week to week. I think it's usually worth my time. Some are, you know, some are better than others, but you can say that of literally any show. Do
0: you think it would be better as a binge watch than a week-to-week?
1: This might be one of those shows that is better as a binge watch, ironically. Because, I, like
0: I said, I've, I've pretty much watched, like, five episodes in two days. And, like, I feel, like, kind of enthralled by it. You know, I think... I feel, I feel pulled in.
1: Yeah, I think, you know, it, it would... I think you may as well binge to catch up and then make mm-hmm. a call after you're you know caught up and be like okay Mm. i'm gonna either save the rest for later or i'm just now i'm hooked and i need to watch this week to week sure but i I do think you should catch up because you know there are some really great beats that are definitely worth your time yeah
0: the i am really curious because that's the thing like it's it's a true and true mystery um you know what i'm getting odd taxi vibes maybe that's what i'm getting like the mystery element to it because that was like kind of you know trickle fed throughout the season um also excellent recommend youtube channel recommendation uh, that you gave me what's that dude's name is it giguk yeah i enjoy his i watched a couple of his videos over the weekend yeah dude it. he's uh, legit yeah this stuff
1: yeah um yeah they, they do kind of leak mystery in there and they don't give it to you all at once but i think it's it's uh, to the show's benefit um i think they do a good job with that because there is yeah. this kind of through line throughout the show that there's like this mystery they're kind of trying to unravel
0: at the end of the day, it's got a dope banger, so banger of an op, so I'm good with that.
1: <laughs> yeah, um, I think we got time for one more thing. What you got?
0: Uh, so Leanna and I wrapped up Attack on Titan season one.
1: Ho, oh, yeah. That was actually good pace. You guys, you guys motored yeah. through.
0: Uh, Leanna is hooked for sure. It's like, are we watching Attack on Titan today? <laughs> you know, like, oh, it's like, uh, we're
1: watching it. <laughs>
0: we got time for an episode like the. Uh, we were in the middle of. One. I felt that I fell asleep and she was like are you falling asleep right now and i was like yeah (laughs) but like yeah the um so it's funny like as a rewatch, um for myself because i haven't i haven't watched season one since i originally watched it all those years ago yeah um
1: a lot of things i missed um well the forethought is just astounding like (laughs) it really is dude like you know Everybody likes to say that kind of shit about good shows, but it's, like, I don't know if I've seen a shot with that much, you know, like, you can call it foreshadowing or whatever, but the amount of shit, self-referential, foreshadowing, outright, like, just having characters in the background doing weird shit, like, I, I can't believe how much there is in fucking season one and two. Like, it's unbelievable. The, um... One, like so. One of the standouts, well, like
0: obviously because like the tail end of the season is is 100% Annie centric. Yeah. Um, I don't think when I first watched it, I really clued into how good a character she was. Mm-hmm. Um, a couple things I completely completely forgot about the flashbacks with her dad training in the woods. Or I'm assuming that's mm-hmm. what that is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the confrontation with Armin. Well, I guess Mikasa, Aaron, and Armin, and she makes the it's like the biggest tease to Marley. Obviously, we wouldn't have known back then. Yeah. But I honestly don't remember her making the reference that like I'm not cut out to be a warrior.
1: Yeah, I was, yeah. I saw yeah.
0: that and I had chills. I was like oh oh, <laughs> I was yeah, like oh have... shit. Like that's that was a throw ahead. Um, there was a, a yeah. scene with her and Reiner when. Uh, Oh, it's when they first throw down the female Titan out in the fields, and it's like mm-hmm. Armin, Jean, and uh, and Reiner,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and the way like, the, the way Reiner is throwing fucking shade at her, it's like he wants to fucking kill her.
1: He's pissed, right? Yeah, like, he's yeah. super
0: pissed. Like I don't know if it's blue or cover or what the deal is, but like just, but yeah, and, the, and then the whole all the shit in the woods. I forgot how fucking gnarly. Yeah. that was like i was i was like watching liana the whole I wanna time i want to say
1: like the <laughs> last eight episodes of season one are just fucking non-stop it's crazy
0: like the i remember like and liana pointed out too she's like wow raw deal for petre and I'm like, oh yeah 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 like she was the only one they didn't make mention i guess her dad shows up later and they hit that home later but she pointed that out too she was like oh well all their families had a scene, but Petra didn't. I was just sitting there like, eh, it's coming. <laughs> Her they, dad shows up and yeah. like, talking to Levi. Oh, it was brutal.
1: They, they did a really good job, you know, obviously by killing, you know, quote, killing Aaron in season or the first, in the fifth episode, but just like, you know, getting rid of Marco, killing Squad Levi after getting to know them for a couple of episodes. Yeah. Like, they the show just does a really good job of setting itself up for violence. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, and yeah, man, that that shit was great. I season one is is so good. I I was just rewatching some weird. I don't know why I was looking at it. some weird season three stuff. Same deal, dude. Seasons two and three, you'll catch even more. Well, um, I'm sure. Because yeah. if you remember, you know, season two is uh, much shorter, but it's also pretty. Um, at the time, it's dense. It's dense, and you know we didn't know this at the time, but I remember we talked about it, and we were like, yeah, season two is much more like not filler, but it's more a lot of backstory, exploring a lot of characters and their origins, like Ymir, for example. For sure. And what you learn in season two is so important to what you end up learning about these characters later on. Um, Lots of like tips of the cap all over the place.
0: Each season, like looking back now, again, you know, the power of foresight, but like each season had a role and it's become, like, as time has progressed, it's it's become more evident what each season was meant to do to tell this story. Like, you couldn't, you know, if there's certain things that have to happen in season one, like, I know this sounds obvious, like but, like, there's just something about the way the show formatted itself that, like, all the important things that needed to be said in season one were done. Yeah. to make you know and then like and then the next season kind of complements that and just that's such a gentle and i know it sounds obvious saying that but it's when you rewatch it you're just like fuck it's like you said the show is so forward thinking in all their stuff like it's, yeah
1: and that's yeah. just that's just crazy at the pace that the manga goes and just to be you know to just have that presence of mind to be like oh you know we know we should include this because it'll be important later um like yeah there's yeah we, we've talked about it but yeah. Also, I, I does
0: Aaron does the Attack Titan ever roid out like that again, where it's all glowing and shit?
1: No. So at the time, I thought it was like because he was healing so fast, it was creating like flames instead of just smoke. Okay. But like, you would think that would come up later, especially in where the current story is. Like, I think a big thing of season four is very indicative on like he has very intense control over his titan powers by season four Uh though to be fair we don't see him in well we see him in one big fight in his titan form uh but that never happens no Hmm. so uh yeah kind of a weird one uh but you know i think we talked about this there's like a four year gap between season one and two yeah for you know they could have made any number of changes both stylistically and you know story-wise who knows maybe they just didn't want to do that again
0: yeah maybe looks expensive
1: looked expensive it also you know when you think about season one those last couple episodes they were really prepping annie to be kind of the big bad and they do a really good job of being like instead of getting annie and answers like you get annie and a big fucking question mark (laughs) years years, years. we're still waiting on that one yeah she's just gonna walk out in season four part two like so what did i miss I can't wait we're 100% gonna see her again I look
0: forward <laughs> no to. can you imagine they just didn't <laughs> yeah yeah she just
1: she just like expires in there
0: yeah. yeah time doesn't stop
1: yeah man um i think that's probably good for today yeah, i think so okay guys thank you for listening this has been the post show we do this every week drop it typically at uh, on the same day um You know, if you didn't or if you haven't seen, we're also covering My Hero Academia Season 5 right now. So definitely check that out if you're following the current arc. Um, If you haven't, you know, like, comment, subscribe, follow, do all of the appropriate social media things on all of the appropriate social media platforms. We appreciate it. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next week. Bye, guys. Cheers.